Hi everybody, this is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Yes, folks, the good vibes are on Radio Karam, and uh, thanks for joining us again on another episode of Connections. I'm Marcus Mulcahy, and uh, in the studio today, we've got Simon Pryves with the Karam Coast Guard. The Karam Coast Guard, as you know, folks, has got a huge weekend coming up. Sunday's the big uh, Round the River run, and we'll be talking that shortly with Simon. But, uh, Simon, welcome to Radio Karam. Thank you very much, Marcus. Um, just, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated to know, are you, are you a local? Uh, I am fairly local. I live in Mordialloc. Um, oh, just down I, the road. I've lived, I've lived there for 15 years. Prior to that, I was living in uh, in England. Okay. Uh, that's when I, when I emigrated and came to came to live by the beach. Oh, whereabouts in England did you live? Uh, I lived in London for 20 years. Oh, London. Yeah. Before that, I was in the, the West Country. And as soon as I was uh, old enough to be allowed to make my own decisions, I left the West Country uh, and uh, drove to London to go to university and stayed there for 20 years and <laughs> then came out here. And now you're here. Yeah. yeah. How did you um, How did you get involved with the Karam Coast Guard? What, what sort of inspired you to jump on board? When I was a when I was a boy growing up in England, we used to have a holiday house in a little little uh, seaside town called Lyme Regis, right in the south coast. Beautiful little town, and Lyme Regis was a place that um, had a, a what we call a, a, a we call it Coast Guard here, but it was called the lifeboats in, yeah. in England, or the, the RNLI, and a lifeboat station. And um, I, as a boy, aged about eight or nine years old, I used to watch the lifeboat going out, and and uh, you know it was quite sort of full of admiration of these guys who I knew were volunteers and they were guys who went out and risked their own lives to uh, to go and rescue people who were in trouble um, but unfortunately we didn't live anywhere near the sea in England uh, so when I moved out here and came to live in Mordialloc which uh, is of course by the sea um, I decided that I'd join up uh, and it was actually the final the final thing that persuaded me to join up was when I met a member of Karam Coast Guard, um, who said, well, you know, why do you come along and, and have a look? And uh, that was about nine years ago. And here we are. I'm now the deputy commander. I mean, I know the Karam Coast Guard. I see on your Facebook page, I see the photos and films you put up every now and then. But look, I really don't know what you do in a lot of ways. I do and I don't. So can you just sort of give us a bit of a feel, give the audience a bit of a feel for what a typical day looks like for a Karam Coast Guard operator? Yeah, by all means. So we're on duty 24-7, 365. Um, but essentially, uh, I suppose our our day um, is uh, at weekends we run training days. So essentially, we uh, launch the boat uh, first thing on a weekend morning, and then we will spend the day training new people um, and giving refresher training to experienced people on all aspects of coast guarding. Um, which will involve um, practicing rescues, um, practicing what happens if a crew member falls overboard, practicing all, all sorts of things if the boat catches fire, you know, that sort of thing, uh, various drills. Um, and during the day, depending on how busy a day it is for the boat ramps, we may get called out to do some real rescues as well. And then all the rest of the time, apart from Saturdays and Sundays, we are on pager. We're on or mobile phone app as it is these what, days. What? So even two in the morning, you get called to. 
be I, dragged out there to rescue something. I have uh, got out of bed at two in the morning more than once oh to go and gosh. go and rescue something. Yep. Ooh, do you want to share some stories about uh, some of those exciting opportunities? You've had <laughs> sure. at two in the morning. Uh, well, the two in the morning ones, uh, to tell the truth, have been fairly vanilla. They've been people who've oh. been out night fishing and they've got a flat battery and uh, oh. they're, they're stuck out there, uh, you know, and then they, they call us. Um, but we we have all sorts of uh, of rescues that we have to do, and probably our most regular uh, rescues are people who have got something minor that has gone wrong with their boat that prevents it from going, and it might be a flat battery, it might be that they have forgotten to fill it up with petrol, um, or it might be some sort of minor mechanical issue that means they can't get home and they need to give us a call, and I'd say... Nine out of ten of our jobs are as, are as basic as that. Um, although every single one of those, of course, is, is important to the person making the call. Um, and then there's the one out of ten. And those are the ones where somebody's boat's overturned um, and we've got people in the water. Um, that happens very occasionally. We might have a, a kite surfer who um, thinks they're more experienced than they are and has got blown out to sea um, or separated from their kite, that sort of thing. Does it happen very much, is it? Or? Um, it's it's not common, to tell yeah, the truth. Yeah. Um, people who have things that have sails on them tend to be able to rescue themselves because yeah. the device can, can sail, the boat can sail. Um, so there's more motorboats than we do, but it does happen. Uh, we do get people who get separated from their kite and then they get stuck out there. Um, we get... Uh, uh, paddleboarders and kayakers who, who get into trouble maybe they've fallen out of the kayak and i don't know if you've ever kayaked but uh, i have yes i've got a kayak if you try and climb back in the kayak when you can't stand it's very very hard to it's do tricky. Yeah. Um, and people get tired and uh, and they call out for help and and there've been some some incidents uh, recently of that type so can um, i just hang on a second they yeah. call out for help so they got their mobile phone with them or they've got some other device to actually connect with you guys yeah so there's more than one way to call us one way is to call us on uh, on the on the radio channel 16 is the uh, is the emergency channel so you can call us on that most people make a phone call and they'll call triple zero which is the water police and then the water police will task us or whichever unit they pick yeah um to do the job um we have had some recent jobs which have been activated by um eperb which is electronic position yes radio beacon um and uh, those people have been very very lucky to be carrying an eperb not everybody does yeah just um how like how far do you expand your work do you like can you give us a bit of a range as yeah. down to Frankston or where is it? It is. So we, we are essentially um, responsible for the area between Sandringham and Mornington. Oh, wow. Uh, and That's then a, all, quite a range. It is. Um, How many uh, boats do you have to actually do that? Well, we've got two. Okay. Um, there are other units that are based at St Kilda and there's one at Mornington um, and then there's one at Safety Beach. Okay. So we're not on our own. Yeah. Um, and then we cover essentially all the way out to the shipping channel, which is about uh, 20 kilometres out to sea. Um but uh, we can be tasked anywhere. And one of the things about Carom Coast Guard, which um, differs from other Coast Guards, is that our boat is able to go on a trailer. So I have done jobs, for instance, searching for people out in the Bass Strait um, whose uh, who's, who's boat has overturned in rough okay. weather. Okay. And I'm out there with six other boats searching okay. for them. That, uh, wow. That kind of thing. Deep, it's very revealing. I didn't know any of this, so this is uh, really good. I noticed on, the, on your Facebook page you've got a whole bunch of new volunteers coming up uh, just a, just a inducted, I guess, into the system. They've been through training. Do you have many volunteers? And um, how often, you know, do people roll up to knock on the door? Sure. Um, we have about 50 active members. Yeah. Um, they range from people who've just joined very recently up to um, experienced skippers who've been with us 10 or 20 years. Um, 
we have a regular intake of, of new volunteers um, and we um, train train the new volunteers quite intensely in the first uh, six months or so. So they'll do quite a lot of training, both academic training and boat training, um, which is it's quite a big ask of people that we make. Yeah. Um, it is quite a big commitment. And that's one of the things we don't pull any punches about when we uh, when we first ask people, uh, when they first interview people, when, when they're joining up. We, uh, we're always very clear with them about how much training is required. Mm. So, um, like, can anyone roll up and say, like, tomorrow or any day and say I'd like to be a volunteer or be considered one is like can you, anyone do it anytime absolutely the so. doors open wide any, anyone can volunteer but, oh, wow. that, but that doesn't mean to say that we're yep. going to take them all on gotcha okay so there is there is a sort of interview process if mm. you like um, we need to make sure that the person's suitable um, in, a, in a number of ways um, the number one thing we concentrate on is safety and we need to make sure that for whatever reason if we take somebody on they're not going to endanger themselves or anyone else mm. gosh it's an exciting opportunity though if you do become one though oh yeah. This Sunday. Yes. The big event's on. Now, this is, I imagine this is your major fundraiser, one of the major fundraisers, and uh, but also it's just a fantastic community event as well too. How many years has it been going for? So uh, we started doing our, our fun run in 2014, um, and we've done it every year apart from two, which we've missed uh, for, for you know what reason yeah, yeah. over the last couple of years. Yeah. So this is the first one we've done in uh, in three years, um, but we have we have run it every year and it has grown every year. How many people are we talking about? Um, well, the last time we, we ran it, we had about 500 runners. That's a lot of people, isn't yeah. it? That's a lot of people. And because you've got the 6K and you've got the 12K and it's a walk or run type arrangement. It's like, like they're all running the whole lot, are they? Or So um, the vast majority of people do the 6K run. Yeah. Um, the Some people do the 12K run, the more serious runners. And then we also have people who are out for a great day who come and do the walk. Um, every, every Everybody helps, um, as it were. Every, every little helps with uh, helping us raise raise funds to keep our boats on the water and keep our members trained um, but it's a great day out there's activities for the kids as well there's uh, bouncy castle face painting there's a, a little kids run for under eights I've seen that yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it's a great it's a great family event um, and there are a lot of families down there there are yeah, and we're yeah. very very much looking forward to uh, to running this again after our uh, hiatus of two years I noticed that uh, Patterson River Secondary College a couple of years ago there the whole team of runners down there and they, that was serious how do you um, like is it when the person wins the race is there like an award for that or is it just like a pat on the back no, what no, goes on absolutely with so pa- Patterson uh, Patterson River Secondary College will be running again they have Ooh. entered a team again as okay. they have done for the last few years yep. so uh, so th- I'm very grateful for their support um, but yes we have we have prizes uh, for first second and third in uh, in the men's and women's 6k's 12k's um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of prizes to win um, I believe everybody gets a participation medal as well yeah, uh, nice. so, so that nobody nobody misses out everyone's a winner <laughs> everyone's a winner yeah yep. good in terms of uh, registration is it too late now to join or what's the story with that not at all no in fact we find that we get about 50% of our registrations in this last week ah. I think um, people sometimes wait to see what the weather's going to be like and I, I'm, I'm pleased to report that I think the weather for Sunday morning is going to be fine sunny and probably just a, a tad under 20 degrees so Okay. Perfect, 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 yeah. perfect weather. So you can register um, by going to the website caramcoastguardfunrun.com and those online registrations are open until probably Friday afternoon. And then after that, you can come down on Saturday morning to Coast Guard. We are in Launching Way in Caram, which is the road that goes up to the boat ramps. Saturday morning from 9 to 1, there'll be people outside our flotilla 
where you'll be able to register in person. And then if you don't make it there, you can register from 7 a.m. on the date of the event on Sunday. Uh, the race doesn't start till 8.30, so you've got an hour or so where you can do a very last-minute registration there. So there's plenty of opportunities Indeed. to actually get involved. Get involved. Yeah. I love that. Back to the Coast Guard. Is mm. there a way for people to actually just to contact you? Like, is there a Facebook page? And I know there's a website. Do you want to sort of give that, give that information out to the listeners about how they contact you guys generally? Yeah, by all means. So Coast Guard is a is a national um, organisation across yep. the, across the uh, mm. well most of Australia, not quite the whole of it. So our website um, is is uh, is a Coast Guard national website. But if you go onto that website website that I just mentioned, which is caramcoastguardfunrun.com, then there is actually a button you can click that says volunteer. Hmm. And that will ah, take you nice. to the National Coast Guard website, which will yeah. explain if you want to get involved in any way you can. And on Facebook, folks, you just, just type in search for Caram Coast Guard and it comes right. up straight yep. off the bat. How many people are you expecting down on Sunday? Well, we'd, we'd, love, we'd love for uh, to have 500 runners again. Um, we haven't got quite that number registered yet, but as I said in previous experience, about half of our runners have registered in the last week. Um, so we may get somewhere near that number again. Um, with the help of all your listeners, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get up to 500 again. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming in today to join us. Is there anything else you want to add before we uh, nick off? I'd just like to, to uh, give a bit of a shout out to our sponsors. Um, to, life, uh, yeah. yeah, to uh, O'Brien's uh, Real Estate, who are our primary sponsor. They provide uh, and pay for all of our, our advertising, for instance, um, and, uh, and fund a lot of the prizes, that sort of thing. Um, the Sports, in- Sports Injury Clinic, they also donate quite a lot of prizes and then a lot of the food for our barbecue. And yes, we will be selling uh, burgers, sausages, drinks, ice creams, um, a lot of that food. <laughs> <laughs> is donated by people such as Baker's Delight, awesome. uh, Tamarix Egg Farm, and uh, Peter's Peter's Ice Creams. So lots of support for the Caram Coast Guard. I'm not terribly surprised. Look, Simon, thank you very much for coming in today. It's uh, great to meet you, and uh, it's great to hear the amazing work of the Caram Coast Guard. Folks, look, it sounds amazing, doesn't it? You've got to, got to get involved in this if you possibly can. And But we'll see you all down there on Sunday, 8.30 or before. 8.30 kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> 8.30 before. Get there early so you can register. If you haven't registered now, get onto the website and get yourself involved. Thanks, Simon. Good on you. Thank you, Mark. Have a great weekend. And you. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Caram, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Caram, tune in.